Welcome back to An Expert and the ETS. Today, I have Darren with me. She is a high school senior in Turkey. And in 2008, she has founded Sponsor.com, a startup that combines events and sponsor. And she has also co-founded Teamfluencer, a nano-influencer network which brings brands and students together. And with Teamfluencer, she was selected for the entrepreneurship program work up by East Bank and she is the founding president of the entrepreneurship club at her high school. She also chaired the organization of Solve Up Case competition. This year, she established the language learning platform, um, language-based matching platform, Leash Community. She is a board, she is a member of the board of director of Now We Ask platform, which interviewed experts in their fields and was a representative of high school students. She worked as a product development instructor and mentor of the high school incubation center in said community. She was a founding partner of the High School Volunteers Association, which carries out social responsibility projects under the sustainable development goals of the UN. So welcome, Darren. Hi, everyone. Yeah. Thanks for uh, calling me and um, making me uh, involved in your program. Yeah, that's really nice to have you here. So firstly, I would like to start by um, asking you why you are interested in uh, product development and starting your business. Um, so it all started when I uh, participated in a community in um, Tenth grade, uh, I did not know that I have a potential in this field. Uh, then I um, participated in a community called Liselo uh, Oliatar, which means uh, "be a high schooler." It's enough. Uh, so in this community, we will uh, we were um, discovering our, our potentials in software, uh, product management, and uh, design fields. Uh, we founded a startup all together. So uh, I see that, I saw that, uh, that uh, I had the um, potential of uh, making a product uh, and uh, developing it. So um, I decided to pursue uh, this field and I uh, involved in uh, various uh, startups. So it, came, it became a passion for me. Yeah, that's really nice to hear that you have found your passion in high school. And um, so firstly, let's talk about the community you have joined. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah, so uh, is it a course or a, a social project, some sort of that? And um, you, are taught, you are taught like design and software development during the, in the community? Uh, yeah, uh, the uh, community by organizing uh, co-discovery events, uh, which help uh, youngsters uh, to discover their own potentials. But this community is also uh, have founded by high schoolers. So uh, the, uh, this community were uh, aiming to um, like uh, realize the peer-to-peer -peer, uh, mentoring. So you could have um, uh, being mentored by uh, various uh, high schoolers, and uh, we were uh, rain, rain in, uh, making reunions in uh, Collective House, a entrepreneurship hub in Turkey. So I um, 
had seen uh, very um, good ways of this community. So um, let's uh, tell us more about your first startup, which is smoother.com. And um, mm-hmm. so um, you, tell, you told me that it is a platform that combines events and sponsors. So what mm-hmm. is unique about that platform? Um, so uh, as every organizer knows, um, founding a sponsor is never easy. Uh, and our platform was in a, enabling uh, organizers to find sponsor in a website. Uh, so um, the uh, brands were um, uh, registering to our website. Also, uh, uh, organizers of events were paying for a mount and then uh, could find uh, easily find sponsors from our website. We uh, collaborated with lots of uh, events and companies, but uh, although uh, brands were registering to our websites, uh, they uh, they um, did not respond all of the requests of the uh, events, so that our startup failed. Uh, but uh, we did not stop and uh, found it another one. Uh, yeah, it's like that. Yeah, so um, so from what I've uh, heard from you, basically the business model is that um, you um, you need to acquire users, the use the users are the event holders and also the sponsors, and then um, you charge the event holders a small amount of money so yeah. that they can get uh, sponsors. Um, so um, a question for you: How do you mm-hmm. encourage the sponsors to uh, join your platform? Because um, like for event holders, it makes sense because they want to find sponsors. But like, mm-hmm. uh, like I haven't heard, like I haven't organized a lot of events, so I don't really know how they find sponsors. But I think mm-hmm. most of them find when you when you try to find sponsors, most of people would most people would leverage their personal network or their mm-hmm. friends friends, or they will just cold call the sponsors rather than like like rather than having the sponsors readily available to you. So how do you, like, how do you uh, uh, encourage the brands, the companies to be a sponsor for the events? So uh, a lot of uh, organizers uh, were called mailing the uh, brands. So the uh, brands and companies uh, got bored of these emails because they uh, receive a lot of emails regarding to uh, being a sponsor for events. So we uh, went to um, brands and um, companies and say like, uh, we will, uh, if you are regi- if you register to our website, uh, the cold mailings uh, were going to s- uh, stop because um, also uh, all the events gonna be uh, in our platform and uh, you will not receive uh, all those cold mails uh, anymore. So we also uh, solve the problems of uh, uh, companies. So uh, they agreed to uh, register to our platform. Also, um, I think that because we were high schoolers and we were excited, I think uh, they would like to uh, support us uh, so they registered in our website. Yeah, that's really interesting because, like, you are a high schooler, and well, on one hand, 
on one hand, they may be quite reluctant to um, to uh, to uh, trust that your platform is like trust the thing that trust the things that you make, trust the things that you have built. But at the same time, they might be also quite impressed by what you have done, and mm -hmm. so I think this is a like this is a a balance between the two. So, yeah. um, what have you learned from this experience? So, uh, I basically learned uh, to uh, learn from my mistakes. Uh, we did a lot of mistakes, maybe like um, maybe our communication were bad, uh, or we should more uh, communicate with uh, brands. So. Um, I basically learned uh, to uh, how to develop my own uh, self um, in startups. And um, while involving in new startups, actually, I uh, did not fail uh, in my new startups because, um, because of the things I learned from sponsor.com, I think. Yeah, so what is the biggest difficulties when you found Spooza.com? Is it financial? Is it the financial cost or acquiring customers or whatever? Uh, I think it's because of the communication, because uh, there is no, no uh, financial problems. And um, like if uh, companies were uh, responding, it would... Um, like uh, continue but uh, it's because of the communication of brands i think yeah so uh can you elaborate more is it is it that uh, you cannot you don't have enough time to uh to reply to the company emails immediately or like so, so that you lost customers or is it about internal communication like some some of the teammates doesn't work so well which kind of communication problems are you facing where are you facing um maybe uh, it can be caused by because of we are high schoolers uh, basically uh, as uh, as you sa said like um because of their um regards on us maybe they just registered uh, and then uh, forgot about it it can be happened like uh, maybe they did not take a serious or platform just uh, registered for um, support uh, showing uh, a support but uh, they did not intend to use um, it's like that i think like it can be uh, there can be various causes also uh, maybe uh, we did not um, give the uh, necessary amount of time like, yeah so yeah. um if you have the chance if you have the chance to do this again would you um uh what would you imp what would you um like um change to um to make uh, this platform have a higher chance of success would you uh would you change some of the teammates or like change the way you communicate with the teammates or you change the or you would change the way the platform works itself anything you think that can be done better um i think uh, i will not change my uh, teammates but um i will definitely uh, put some measures on brands like um for uh, make them respond 
to the uh, events. Like I can make um, uh, limitations, like put some limitations. Uh, like if you are not responding uh, for a, uh, events, uh, then uh, you would have a penalty like that. Like, um, and I think um, they this would um, make companies uh, response to the events because it was the major major problem. Um, and then I think uh, I will strengthen the uh, events uh, coordination. Uh, I will um, find some representatives of schools and then uh, make them register to my site, website. Um, it's like that, I think. Yeah, so basically you want to um, set a deadline for like companies to uh, reply and also have some student ambassadors, like brand ambassadors yeah. to, to, help, to help you to promote the platform. So yeah. how about your next uh, show? So um, you can talk, um, so tell us about, tell us more about your next startup, um, Team Influencer, mm -hmm. um, how does it work and um, yeah, how does it work and what is your role behind this? Mm -hmm. uh, actually, Team Influencer is a platform uh, which helps um, people to earn uh, money by only posting natural contents as an advertisement of friends on their social media accounts. Basically, uh, you only um, post about a, a brand in your social media and you don't have to have millions of followers. It's enough to have only a thousand of followers um, because it makes it more uh, natural uh, for brands. Um, we collaborated with um, a lot of companies, including biggest companies in Turkey. And uh, also, uh, we accepted to the um, accelerated programs in Turkey. We, uh, we also uh, founded American, French, Italian, Dutch, and German communities all over the world. Um, we have an app, but uh, right now we are uh, communicating with, with people on WhatsApp. Uh, but when uh, our app is developed, uh, we will be communicating with our influencers on this app, and um, we like we would like to uh, expand our uh, business uh, more gl globally in the future. I think. Yeah, that's really nice to hear. So um, basically, Team Influencer is a platform that allows normal people like us to be a kind of influencer and promote some products from brands and earn a little bit of money at the same time. Um, yeah. So um, like uh, how, how big is the team and is the team all high school students or are there any other like university students in founding this? Um. I'm the only high school students right now, but uh, when we uh, found it, we were uh, all uh, high schoolers. But uh, right now, my uh, partners uh, went to universities, also in Turkey. 
and uh, we have also teammates who uh, who goes to universities yeah so um like um um do, what is your role in uh, team influencer is it like do you have a specific role like a uh, product development or design or marketing etc uh, i am the community manager and i um, communicate with influencers Okay, so so um, basically, you have to like the influencer has to contact you rather than just be just signing up in a, in an on on an online platform. Um, actually, uh, yes, it should sign on an on online platform, but but then uh, while posting contents, uh, they should um, send to us. And um, we will send uh, their content to the brands uh, for their approval. So they should contact uh, me. Yeah. Um, just now you made a really good point because uh, that is an influence uh, as a, a user and Instagram, maybe Instagram user uh -huh. who has um, like 1,000 followers to promote a brand and to promote a product. It actually sounds more natural than an actual influencer, like yeah. millions of followers promoting a product because um, like um for the for the uh, for the user who has like uh one thousand followers um uh, like the people who is uh reading their post is actually their friends so when you see your friends are using it you might want to try that thing as well um so do you think this is a more effective way of marketing is that right yeah uh it's why uh, we are um, involved in this uh, project and it's the difference from uh, other uh, influencer agencies yeah that's really innovative but um, I suppose there would be a huge administrative cost for this because um, if I if a company wants to hire one big influencer with millions of followers and um, and uh, the company or the agency only needs to um, approve one post like the, you need to review that particular post or that particular video as long as it's okay then let the influencer to post it and then um and then um and, and then you can reach out millions reach out to millions of people but if you are making a mic like a nano influencer network then um each person like you one company may be hiring hundreds or thousands of small influencers and they they are creating their photos, creating their own videos, then you need a lot of manpower to review each of the posts to see if it is suitable for the company. So it would would it uh would it uh, add to huge costs compared to using big influencers as a marketing strategy? Uh, so it is uh, more um, cheaper for the companies too uh, because all the uh, people with millions of followers are um, demanding for uh, a lot of money but um, because we are um, um, working with real people uh, they do not um, asking for uh, that amount of money so uh, it is a, a reasonable way uh, to uh, for the brands too. 
Yeah, it's true. But like, um, what I want to talk about is that you like uh, a, a an Instagram user with only one thousand followers is pro- mm-hmm. definitely a lot cheaper. But you need to yeah. hire a lot of them. You need to hire a lot of them, and also you need to like uh, review each of each of their posts, which is different, which will be different, and that would create a lot of uh, like uh, a lot of manpower, like. Like how do you, how do you make it work? Like do you review all the posts or you let the companies to review all the posts? Um, actually, we create a WhatsApp group with friends, so um, we we review the posts uh, also. But uh, some brands would like to um, make uh, the last approval on the posts, so uh, we basically send all the contents. Uh, before uh, us uh, re- reviewing, then uh, if the brand approves the post, then we uh, said uh, say to the uh, influencer to post it, if it is the question. Yeah, so basically there's two stage. One stage is that you will review it, and then you will give it to the brand to review it. So. Mm-hmm. Um, like um, I suppose if it scales up, then you need to review a lot of, like, a lot of posts. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, how many influencers are there using, like, actively using your platform right now? Uh, it is uh more than twelve, uh, not um twenty thousand people. So if there's twenty thousand people using, I like I suppose active users means like use it once a week. Then you need trend. Then how can you review twenty? How can you review twenty thousands of posts by yourself for a week? Uh, so there is no um, uh, collaboration every day. Uh, like uh, we do about four or five um, advertisements in a month. So uh, it is not that uh, hard for us, and uh, not in every uh, not in every uh, advertisement, all the uh, influencers are uh, posting. Like uh, some uh, brands are uh, looking for only uh, f- uh, five hundred influencers, and others might be looking for uh, ten thousand influencers. It's um, it differs from uh, brand to brand, but uh, we have a uh, database of uh, more than uh, 20,000 influencers, but it, it does not mean that uh, every of it um, publish uh, stories or uh, post every, uh, every week. Yeah, so um, I do you have any plans for expanding this or like um, like uh, automating this process, this uh, review process or like making things more efficient? Um, actually, we are uh, developing a platform for brands too. So brands uh, would, uh, can uh, approve their uh, contents in this platform and uh, it will be automat- automatized by this, uh, the process will be automatized. And um, also uh, by our app, uh, uh, the process also will be uh, more easier for us too. Yeah, that's really nice to hear. 
So, what is your biggest difficulty when you form Team Influencer? Um, um, I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, maybe uh, finding a time to uh, taking care of it because uh, it's, uh, you have to uh, give all your time to Team Influencer because it's a, a serious job. But uh, because uh, we are river we high schoolers and I am also a high schooler right now, um, we had a lot of responsibility in our school too. Uh, like we uh, are, we are trying to um, um, to go to universities, like um, doing our uh, exams, having SATs or APs. So uh, it was uh, finding time uh, was the major problem I had. Yeah, so um, how do you balance your academic or your school duties with uh, found, founding your own startup? Mm -hmm. um, actually, um, it's uh, so hard, but um, if, I'm, um, if I'm involving uh, in startup in a day for five hours, then I study uh, for my exams in night for five hours. Uh, basically, I don't sleep a lot, <laughs> and uh, I dedicate myself to balance them. It's really hard, but uh, at the end of the day, if you're happy, uh, like it's enough. Yeah. So. Um, this year, you also established the language learning platform, Large Community. Mm -hmm. And yeah. um, so um, what is that about? And um, what is the like, core features of this uh, uh, a language learning based matching platform? Um, uh, Large Community uh, is a community in which uh, students get matched and teach other a language they learn. Uh, they, uh, uh, they know um, like basically if I know French and my friend knows uh, German so uh, I teach them teach him uh, French and in return he teaches me uh, German yeah uh, that's a really uh, nice idea but I think I've seen those these kind of apps in like I've seen several apps with the similar functions um, on like yeah. Google Play. Um, so how do you differentiate mm -hmm. with those apps? So uh, actually uh, we were um, manually matching our um, participants, but right now we are working on an app. And uh, in our app, uh, there will be, uh, like our app will be enabling uh, all the students to uh, become teachers to. Uh, with teaching tools and uh, when we uh, like uh, looked over these uh, uh, platforms uh, where uh, pupils were teaching other uh, languages uh, to uh, like exchange, exchanging languages uh, these platforms were not enabling um, any teaching tools but in our platform there will be and uh, in our platform also, uh, there will be uh, some games to engage everyone. Also, um, 
like um, it will be functioning uh, functioning like a Tinder. Uh, you could see um, the photo, the age, uh, and the uh, language you speak and uh, of this person you are going to match. And you can just slide the uh, screen to the right and left, and it makes it um, uh, more uh, like a Tinder and engage the youth to the platform, I think. And uh, when we, um, like, if uh, we will compare it with a platform like Cambly, uh, basically Cambly is a platform uh, which is very, um, uh, like, uh, our platform will be uh, cheaper than Cambly. Uh, Cambly asks for um, uh, thousands of Turkish liras for us, but um, our platform just will be just ask um, like um, uh, I estimate right now, but it will be asking for uh, 20, 20 uh, Turkish liras, like uh, amounts like that. Yeah. Um, so, um, like you have uh, mentioned some amazing features like games and um, like games and also language learning tools. So I, so mm -hmm. I assume that this would be a combination of like a matching platform and also a tradi more traditional language learning platform. That firstly yeah. you get matched with a person who speaks the language you want to learn and secondly you Play, you can play some games, you can also have some less, like fair form, like more formal lessons on the language. But like um, in a user's perspective, firstly, um, there's no difference from installing one app and installing two apps. Like the first app matched me with a native speaker of that language and the second app has games and lessons or I can just buy a book about that language uh, and like, and or use another app with the, uh, with the lessons and with the games. So having a one-stop one platform with both, uh, both lessons and uh, pairing up with uh, native speakers would not make the app superior to a normal language learning apps. And um, secondly, since you are pairing up people together, which means it's a kind of a social network and a mm -hmm. social network depends, the success of a social network depends on a lot on whether you can acquire users. Like um, everyone use Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat, not because they are they have the best features we don't know whether there are better apps that with the better features and i'm sure i've seen some startups they also try to form a better um like up they can claim that they've tried to form a better social network by like eliminating ads not tracking you stuff like that they have really nice incentive but at the end they are not not really successful because um everyone is on already on facebook already on insta already on instagram and they don't like you won't go to a social media platform without any of your friends there and um it's a bit better for language learning platform because you are not depending on your friends, you are matching with random people. As long as there's one person speaking the language you want to learn, it's already enough. But you still need to have, like you still acquiring the first group of users is still a very difficult stage and you have to persuade your users that 
you have to you have to persuade users to use your app but in order to persuade users to use your app you firstly have to have users so it's it would so i think it would cause uh quite a challenge to you and i'm interested in like how you will solve this problem um so um i am uh, looking forward to uh, strengthening our uh, marketing when the uh, app will uh, come uh, i especially think uh, the power is, is of tiktok is huge so um, if i could manage the to um, give some uh, advertisements of on tiktok in in and in platforms like instagram and in twitter um, if and if uh, our app could become uh, po popular then uh, people would use it and uh, i think people use instagram and uh, like platforms like instagram and facebook because uh, it is popular among everyone everyone has that like uh, nearly everyone has an uh, account of instagram or of facebook um, and if uh, everyone is going to be in lurch then uh, this might attract uh, one and maybe persuade it to uh, participate into yeah that's that's my point that is um when when you start to acquire users when you have more users then you will be an advantage but yeah. when you are but when you are when you don't have a lot of users you are in you are not your you it's very difficult for you to acquire users uh like um like it's quite different from selling like it's very different from selling a physical product or like even like it's very it's, it's very different from selling a like a physical product like if i want to sell like if i want to sell a water bottle for example then i don't need like people will still People, people will still buy when there is more people to buy, but the product doesn't have to be function. The product doesn't have to have users to be functioning. But for an for for, for an language learning platform pairing up native speaker and the people who wants to learn that language, the platform has to has a certain user base to be functioning, and um, yeah. acquiring those first user base would be a big challenge, and um. Like even like even if you advertise on TikTok, I assume like you found some TikTok influencer or you are a TikTok influencer yourself. I don't know, but like assume that like you 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 tell people, but still the first group of people, the first group of people using the app, um, the first group of people who see the TikTok advertisement, for example, um, like when they see that there's no one in the app, how would like why would they still continue to use the app when they see when when you have to communicate with people to in order to learn a language and that is that that is the first that is the biggest problem that you how do you actually get your first group of users to stay there when they realize that uh, the platform has very really little people and um, they may not get paired very soon uh, actually we already have uh, a lot of participants uh, from our manual uh, matching system. Uh, there's about uh, uh, six hundred uh, people. Uh, like we will email them and um, get them on on platform, and there will be a beta uh, 
uh, beta process and uh, we will engage the uh, people uh, in our app. Then uh, when we are ready, uh, we will put it on App Store, not with uh, only one or two people. Like basically, um, we are uh, uh, preparing a community right now for our app. And when the app is published, uh, there would be there would not be a, a problem like that. Yeah, and um, you also mentioned that your you are going to uh, your app is going to be cheaper in compared to other alternatives in the like uh, compared to other alternatives um, mm -hmm. uh, in the market. But um, do you think that would really make a big difference um, for users? Because um, like when you are when you when you are commit to learning a language, like mm -hmm. um, you would not uh, care about paying a little bit more for a better service for faster matching for like for for a premium service because I think this is like a psychology this is a like a mentality problem that like um some people like people nowadays they kind of assume that everything online is free like you get like you get free videos you get free content on like most of the platforms and so many apps are on out there is free it might not it might be Free apps might be more popular in Android, like in Google Play, than in App Store. But still, like um, people would assume that um, everything is free, and um, you don't have to pay for apps. Like you don't have to pay for Facebook, you don't have to pay for WhatsApp, you don't have to pay for many mobile games, and like people are really used to like having free services free information everywhere and when you mm -hmm. ask them to pay they might be reluctant to that and when you, when they have to pay what amount they have to pay might not make a that big difference or they will just like, oh i need to play it do i need to this one this one charge money this one you have to pay for it like yeah so how do how will uh, how how will you think the users think about it like i assume that the manual matching platform is probably more or less free and you don't they yeah. want to pay for it how how would they think about this um so uh, i i assume that uh, they would like to pay because uh, there will be a, a free trial uh, before uh, paying for it and uh, if um, while trying it if the uh, participant is happy about it i think it will um, make him continue in our app so uh, we are clearly aiming for this but otherwise if we are not demanding for money then um, there will not be a way to us to uh, gain uh, money so it's our uh, business plan and um, if we are going to make it uh, free and then uh, there will be no resources for us yeah so um you you are also a mentor of the high school incubation and high school incubation center and you are yeah. also the founder of like the entrepreneurship club at your high school so yeah. um what advice would you give to uh, students who want to start their own business um i clearly advise them to uh, start immediately and take risks 
there is no reasons to uh, uh, like stay and wait for it. Um, and the age never matters uh, for entrepreneurship. Um, you can uh, also uh, make things change if you're uh, 10 or uh, 20. Like it does not matter. And uh, if they have any questions, they can uh, basically um, write to me from uh, social media or on LinkedIn. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so just now you mentioned that uh, you will tell them that age doesn't matter. But at the beginning, um, you said you you also said that um, when you found Spencer.com, some mm -hmm. companies might not treat you seriously because you are in high school. So do you find this a little bit conflicting? Uh, yeah, but um, actually Sponsor.com sponsor uh, made me grow and uh, give me a lot of perspectives and uh, failures is never um, bad like uh, you learn a lot of things and uh, if you uh, start early as possible there is no uh, no things to like um, there is no things to sacrifice uh, and it is a great experience. Uh, so even if uh, you're starting early and uh, maybe brands are not uh, taking you seriously, it, it does not matter. It's a, uh, an experience anyways. Yeah, so instead of instead of saying that age doesn't matter, what you want to say is that like even if you are young, even if you are not like you're not you're an adult, you're a high school student, you feel that you're not very confident, you should still go for it because it would be a good experience for you. That's what you yeah. want to say, right? Yeah. 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 So, um, what, uh, I, know, like, I know many people who say that they want to start their own business, but um, they, they also said that, oh, I don't have money, I don't have funding, I don't have time, I don't have, mm -hmm. and some of them say I don't have idea, and some of them say they have a lot of idea, but they don't have funding, they don't have time, they don't have money. What would you give advice to these people? Um, maybe uh, they can join some uh, accelerator programs, and there are uh, some investments in the end of it uh, but not every startup uh, requires some uh, financial um, assessments like you don't have to uh, give uh, your money to a, a startup like I didn't uh, I never um, uh, give some uh, money uh, while starting a startup so uh, it does not matter and it is important to start from a point. And so they what can... do you, yeah, so what do you mean by you never give money? It, do you mean that you you never like you never invest money on your startup by yours? Yeah, because it does it didn't require me to. Yeah, is it because the the community you joined uh provide funding for you or is it because the things that you started uh has really low cost or is it like a combination of both? Uh, it is low cost like um, and nobody give give any investments to me or I did not invest in my startups because because it did not require like uh, you don't have to have money to uh, build a community 
maybe for the marketing, but basically uh, you can find some student uh, ambassadors and you can uh, make your own uh, marketing in a uh, free way or just uh, join some Slack, Slack groups or WhatsApp groups and uh, just send your advertisements uh, on these groups and uh, you're uh, ready to go and you have the marketing. Yeah, so basically your only cost is like uh, the the websites, the platform, the online platform that you need to build and um, like if like and you, you, you didn't buy any like you didn't pay for any advertisement and you just free like go to communities, go to like go to communities, WhatsApp groups to advertise instead so that you keep your cost low. Yeah, also um I uh, strengthen my network in events uh, I participated in and um, I did not pay anything for online platforms too. It was uh, my friends who called it for me. Yeah, like what, what, I, what I said is like the whole thing of the platform and like, yeah, the whole thing of the website, the platform, stuff like that. But it's not, it, it's not, it's not, it's really a little bit it's, it's really just a little yeah it doesn't cost a lot yeah um yeah i think so yeah so um the like um so um like after like this experience this startup experience you also went mm -hmm. you also went back to like contribute to your high school uh like mentor mentor them like like mentor like mentor other high school students who are interested in starting their own businesses. So do you have any like valuable experience or valuable stories about you want to share during this, uh, like helping other high school students or like extending experience yourself you want to share? Uh, so I already shared my failure story with sponsor.com. Um, but I have no other um, uh, stories I think but uh, just on uh, uh, I also I have only a, just an example uh, we had a community uh, and uh, because we had had in, uh, communications uh, problems our team has uh, divided so I um, I would like to advise uh, the people here uh, to uh, strengthen the relationships with their teammates because it's the fundamental of a startup or a community. Yeah. yeah so you mentioned about communication, teamwork. So do you yeah. think that uh, it would be like? Do you think that it would be a good idea to start a business with your friend or like make your business partners as your friend as well or do you think it's a better idea to keep it like just for business and like not being very close personally um actually um i am very close with the friend, uh, people i am doing business right now but um you should uh, split uh, your relationship with your uh, business partners for the business and uh, for the friendship, um, like you should uh, never uh, 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 like uh, do the bots. Uh, like if you are in the office, 
you should not act like close friends because sometimes it can uh, affect the uh, business relationships. Um, so I don't have a um, certain opinion on it. It can be different people by people. Maybe it can be better to start uh, with the people uh, you are not close friends with because sometimes um, problems in your p business can um, make your uh, friendship ruin. Or if you are going to uh, start a business with your friends, it should be a people that uh, you are uh, trusting a lot. Yeah, that's really true. And um, you also mentioned that um, you are a you are founding partner in the High School Volunteers Association, and mm -hmm. uh, which carries out like social responsibility projects. Yeah. Under uh, the Sustainable Development Goals of the UN. So um, I um like from what I observe in these recent years, like um. Like sustainability is very popular. Like we always talk about like ESG, whatever, like whatever competition, whatever business competition, or like talks about ESG, which is like environmental, social, and governance, and also the sustainability goals of the UN. And uh, these few years, I think, like um, social entrepreneurship and like uh, this kind of uh, social combining social responsibilities with business is a very hot topic in recent years. What is your mm -hmm. opinion towards this? Um, yes, it is a very common thing. Uh, um, but also um, it is important, I think. Like um, it is important uh, for us to uh, have a, a sustainable um, future and it's important to engage in uh, this kind of startups and in this kind of communities yeah i do agree it's important to um engage with um like engage with the community to serve the community and um actually everyone has the like sustainability or like like community service is a thing that everyone should get involved in not just like not just startups not just small businesses but like um like um recent years like people talk a lot about this and um and um like there's a lot of uh like a uh, self-claimed uh, social enterprise like um uh, like um a uh, socially responsible business um but like do in general is harder for like small businesses and startups to be involved in like um uh, like uh social responsibilities because like big companies they have they have they want to maintain a good will they want to like they want to maintain their brand name they they need to tell people that um they have uh they have con they, they are sustainable businesses they uh they they celebrate diversity inclusion they are responsible to the environment they contribute to the local community etc they need to make everything like sounds really good but like um and but for local businesses or like small like small business small enterprise like they don't have to like uh, people may not notice what kind of community service they have to do, and they they also doesn't they also like they also doesn't have the huge cost. They, they they probably can't afford the cost of 
um, being involved in a lot of community service, like they don't have the luxury to have spend extra money, extra effort to contribute to uh, like community projects and and people may people might not really care that much about their brand name, their social responsibilities thing. So do you think that is harder for like small businesses to uh, persuade this um, like community sustainability goals? So I don't get the point. <laughs> uh, so you are talking about like a small business should uh, engage or not in this, this kind of communities. I do, I did not understand the question. Uh, maybe I'll ask another question. That is, do you okay. think that like um, sustainability goals and the uh, businesses uh, end goal of making a profit has like conf conflicts or contradiction? Um. Yeah, a little bit, but um, every company has a business plan. So at the end of the day, if uh, this company making a um, uh, impact in the society, so it will be okay. Yeah, so um, what you are trying to say is that like um, a business should do both. Uh, both contributing mm -hmm. to the society and also um, trying to make a profit. Is that like trying to make a balance between the two? Is that what you are trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's really nice to talk to you. I think like time is uh, almost up right now. So thank mm -hmm. you for coming. And um, I hope uh, uh, we'll all learn something new from talking to from talking to you. It was an honor for me. Thank you for uh, yeah. For your thank you for coming. Bye. Thank you. Bye.